Her name was Mrs. Brantley, our nurse in elementary school. She wore sharp blue blazers with a blousy shirt and a pencil skirt, a satin bow of pink or cream always tied loosely around her neck, frosty blonde hair whipped into a beautiful cotton candy-like cloud upon her head, swooping just above her wise eyes, owl-like in their largeness, always alighting upon my small self with such kindness. I spent a lot of time in her care. I would go to her for what I always said was a stomach ache, but I realize now was just being sad. She would give me a white chalky tablet, and I'd lie down on a small cot as other children came and went, and I would stare up at that ceiling, and the medicine would dissolve on my tongue, and I tried to get the sadness to go away. Mrs. Brantley drove a pink Cadillac, awarded to her on account of her makeup-selling prowess for the Mary Kay Cosmetic Company. On days when the darkness creeps back in on me, I sometimes look out the window, hoping to see a pink car roll up on the curb, an angel making a house call. I realize that a hundred-plus-year-old woman is probably not going to show, and so then I reach for my phone and text Galinda with a message that says, Tums? Question mark? Sad face? Purple heart? Raindrop? Raindrop? I think she knows the raindrops are tears. One thing I am sure about is that sadness or no, it's time to open up the portal that leads to the deep night. French. Hello, it's me, Dale Seaver, your host, your spiritual umbrella, with just a mild case of the oh my, it must be autumn blues. We come to you tonight with another hour of regrets and revelations, and we do so as we always do from the foul banks of the Gowanus. Even the Gowanus Canal seems a little depressed. It turned a particular shade of green that suggests that all is not well beneath its surface. And the same could be said about a lot of things right now. Is anyone else sleep-crying, hot streams of tears cutting little pathways through our CBD-infused nighttime face creams and creating puddles on our alpaca-stuffed pillows? I don't know if it's my age or the warm weather or just the idea that the world is ending, but any little memory from my past can send me reeling into a pretty dark place. And depression has a way of sneaking up on you, like an overdraft on a joint bank account. You think, wait a minute, there was money in there just yesterday— and then it turns out that your wife has purchased ten new silk meditation robes and a surround sound system for her white noise machines that help her drown out your night terrors. I mean, okay, but now I'm back to eating half an English muffin for breakfast and the other half for dinner. <laughs> oh, well, something will turn around. I have every confidence in our ability to talk through our trust issues. Till then, I'll keep having fascinating conversations with guests I admire, like today's visitor to the deep night. Director and screenwriter Sarah Violet Bliss. I had heard that Sarah Violet had a powerful encounter recently with a psychic, and I was eager to have her on to talk about that experience. In the process, we also talk about the dark forces of the universe, how they inform the evolution of the TV show Search Party, for which she is a co-creator, and the recurring theme of loss that I seem incapable of moving away from. Does grief ever end? Can comedy help? Now, this was recorded at a new studio, the Gotham Podcast Studios, so if it sounds different, well, that's why the spirits that haunt the Deep Night Studios were nowhere to be found. 
Oh, my. It's time to tune in to my conversation with Sarah Violet Bliss. Sarah Violet Bliss. <laughs> Hello. Hello. I'm so thrilled we could make this work. And welcome to the deep night, which sometimes feels like late morning on a weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, uh, first of all, uh, gosh, it's been a week. Uh, of oh, kind of yeah. a, a week full of uh, traumatic uh, stuff that's uh, been going on in the world. Totally. Yes. And uh, this is not a current events program, often because it is so overwhelming, I wouldn't know where to start. Mm-hmm. Uh, but sometimes, you know, I care about people. Mm-hmm. And so when people are not being cared for, or disrespected, et cetera, I sometimes feel moved to uh, respond in some way. And uh, let me just say, I believe women. Let's start there. Congratulations. <laughs> That is a good start. Gosh. I mean, <laughs> as a baseline. As a baseline. Let, let's just begin there. Yes. Um, it's, it's, it's been, there's, there's darkness in the world. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, you're in town. Mm-hmm. You're normally in Los Angeles? I am. And you're in town because you're filming. Uh, can we say what you're filming? Yes, of course. Yeah. Search Party. Search Party. Yeah. Your show that you uh, co-created. Yes. And you write for. Yes. And you, you lead the whole thing. I lead it all. <laughs> <laughs> and, and this is the next season coming up. Yeah. Uh, for for at some at some point. Yes. Well, uh, that show, Search Party, mm-hmm. uh, on TBS. Yes. Uh, has you're, been. You've linked. got everything right so far. <laughs> so far, <laughs> it's going so well. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, it, that show has been linked to a kind of larger darkness. You, yeah. Right. That there's been some kind of eclipse. It feels like nothing. There is no light. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some days. <laughs> <laughs> Which I was used to in my personal life, but now it's everywhere. Uh, it, has, it does it does it rile you? Does it uh, feel right that this show came along at the time that uh, to be linked to that darkness? I guess is the question. Yes, it does. I mean, it, it's not something anyone could predict, or um, not you know, we didn't go- create the show trying to do anything like political. And then it just started happening, and when collaboration with, you know, both other people that you work with and the universe come together, then then you just kind of go with what's coming at you, and then this art gets made, and uh, it's both cathartic, I mean, it's, it's like everyone's way of kind of coping and examining what's happening, and um, uh, yeah. That's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. and, and and people that are not familiar with it, I'm sure that's one or two people at this point. Uh, but uh, it's a, a kind of a murder mystery yeah. thing. But to me, it also stands in for the art of collaboration and making uh, theater, mm-hmm. making anything creative, because there's so many choices that are involved in all those things. And this is a case where every choice ends up being a little like a bad a bad yeah. choice. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> and that happens when you're collaborating with somebody. Mm-hmm. There ends up being compromises. Mm-hmm. And so the end result is not always something you're happy with. You have a background in theater. Mm-hmm. I do. And maybe you've experienced something like that. Yeah. I mean, I, I actually generally, I don't, I think if you just go into it not having an expectation that has to fit a certain thing and just along the way choosing the right partners and the right people, then something like that you didn't imagine comes about and then everyone's subconscious just starts working together and fitting in, in and 
that's the way to approach it and be excited by oh, like oh that's not how I saw it but this is also something and <laughs> right. it's good so hopefully it's good yeah yeah I mean it's t- certainly if it's not good then we're like okay we need to fix something yeah so but like the the I think it's best when you when it, the collaboration is like evolving as you go yes absolutely yeah. and hopefully you end up with something you're happy with yeah un- unlike. Dory, the character in Search Party, who does not it does not end up being good, although right. inevitable maybe what's happened. Yes. Um, because, you know, you end up with, when murder's involved. Right. <laughs> covering up a murder. Yeah. I don't know what the choice. There seems do people do you think that everybody's working with good intentions? Um yes and no. I think that people are more complicated than just good intentions and bad intentions. And yeah. I don't I do think that uh, when people make kind of, you know, like it's always like alarming when you are having, you have an experience with someone and then you're like, like you look up like a wiki how of like how to spot a sociopath and you're like, oh my God, they're a sociopath. Like they literally hit every single like thing on this list. Um, and I don't think that the sociopath is using tactics consciously. I think that that is just like the things that they do, their nature just kind of pulls them towards that. And they're not thinking like, Oh, I want to hurt this person and here's how I'm going to do it. It just kind of innately comes out of them. And that's not like, I don't know. It basically what I'm trying to say is that people are complicated and they're not trying to, necessarily be harmful but they could do a better job of <laughs> i don't know examining themselves <laughs> yeah although uh, yes some people and on the national people stage have, you know, on the national uh, they feel, just feels like they do know preservation yet yeah, it, it does <laughs> yeah and then that's a whole nother thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but uh, and then the people get drawn into that mm-hmm because sometimes a sociopath is charismatic or, oh, or can be always uh, yeah. <laughs> they're always <laughs> yes extremely fun to be around. And then those people end up making bad choices. Oh, yeah. Gosh. God. You just feel for them. (laughs) Poor poor little babies. We were all babies once, you know? (laughs) That's true. That's true. (laughs) Well, that show generates a great deal of worry when I'm watching it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) At first you think, well, I guess I would make that choice. And then now we're at a point where I say, oh, my. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. no. Don't do that. There's a lot of don't go in there, don't do that kind of a screaming at the television scene in my home. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But I'm very fond of the show. And uh, it is a kind of a crime solvers thing with a twist. Mm -hmm. Did you grow up watching a lot of the – I feel like maybe uh, our era of growing up, there were so many wonderful crime solvers from uh, Knight Rider to – Murder, She Wrote, and Heart to Heart yeah. was my favorite. Crazy Like a Fox. I mean, so many great ones. <laughs> and I haven't seen any of those ones that you just <laughs> mentioned. Um, I grew up more, like, in comedy, but I also have always loved murder mystery type stuff. But um, my, like, the, I didn't, I, I my first, like, ooh, I love this genre mix was um manhattan murder mystery um which is one of woody allen's uh, it's problematic (laughs) problematic uh person Uh, (laughs) um but i love that movie and uh so that 
and that kind that kind of was one of the first things that inspired or at least when we were pitching the show it was like oh it's going to be like that like it's you know uh both about the mystery but also about the relationship mm-hmm. um but i didn't wa- i i watch svu a lot um oh yes i love svu but uh i don't i didn't have like i didn't never watched murder she wrote no anything like that <laughs> But my mom does. She watches all those British, like, they're constantly British mystery Yes, shows. there's a lot of them. Yeah. A lot of them in the uh, 40s and 50s. Yeah. A particular era. Yeah. Of great, <laughs> great excitement for the British. Or at, or be earlier, Queen Victoria. Seems like there's only a couple of eras that they go back to right. constantly. <laughs> and good for them. <laughs> it's probably no different here. But it is a rich tradition of TV that you are then contributing to. Uh, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I hold you up in the pantheon of oh. Night Rider. What an honor. <laughs> Whatever Night Rider is. Oh. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> uh, but we do have multiple points of contact, too. Yes. Um, and uh, some from the shows that you've worked on. Mm-hmm. And because they've been previous guests on this show mm-hmm. from John Early and Lola yeah. Kirk, uh, Braddy Elliott. Yeah. Uh, who you did a, a film with. Yes. Fort Tilden. Yes. Yeah. Well received. Yeah. Yeah. It, but also, like, that, that film was um, polarizing, as they say. Some yes. people loved it and some people hated it. <laughs> they seethed with anger. Because in, in that and search party, there's a, sometimes a frustrating of the want, mm. as we yes. say. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. Very much so. Now, uh, all of the people that I mentioned mm-hmm. feel like they're all going to be on the cover of Vanity Fair soon. Oh, I hope so. They're, right? They all deserve it. For, Deeply, they're he, so wonderful. They're wonderful. Now, did you ever uh, 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 dream of doing an Annie Leibovitz shoot? Uh, no. Speaking of Vanity Fair, <laughs> do you know what you would have? Classic milk bath. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> if she said we're going to do a milk bath, I'd be like, "Whatever you think, ma'am." <laughs> That's right. Goddess. Um, but that would not be the first thing to no, jump into I mean, my head. No. Maybe something with kittens. Kittens. Yeah, yeah. but I don't think that's really her brand well, i you know bring bring something to the collaboration we'll collab- yeah we'll collaborate <laughs> <Let's see. laughs> my favorite <thing. laughs> sometimes there's bad choices involved i met her once out in long oh, really? island yes uh she sat on a very tiny chair uh-huh. and it was a place that was full of chairs uh-huh. and that was kind of the deal the guy that ran the place had so many chairs yeah and i made a kind of a joke saying that there's so many chairs none of them are comfortable to sit on and she left and uh, we've been lovers ever since wow <laughs> no uh, <laughs> but i liked her from that yeah, point yeah. on and certainly i mean that's an interesting role to have defined a kind mm-hmm. of look for what celebrity photography is yeah that might not be interesting to you but <laughs> no it's very interesting i mean it's interesting you know i don't think she, it in the way that i don't think she probably set out to be like this is what i'm gonna do it's just what evolved yeah and that's cool and having a signature style yeah i like that <laughs> i'm looking to get one of those <laughs> i'd like to do a, a photo session with her though oh yeah maybe trapped in a geode or something trapped in a geode that would be cool you know yeah like mystical very I, yeah yeah i love the mystic right world <laughs> well speaking of that i wanted to follow up on something that aaron gibson was in here mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago yes and uh she said as she was leaving she said mm-hmm. oh you you, you got to connect uh, with Sarah Violet. Oh, great. Because she just had an experience. Yeah. Uh, with a, a medium? Is yes. that what it was? Yeah. 
a medium. A, a psychic medium? Yes. And this is in Los Angeles? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> <Good>. where they are. <laughs> One of the walk-up deals, or had you had to set an appointment? I set an appointment. Uh-huh. So uh, can you can we talk about this, what yes. was going on there? Of course. Okay. Um, I, so I, my father passed away when I was very young and I, I'm a super hippie and I'm all into spiritual world. I've had too many experiences to not think, not have, I, I, I just believe in, I don't know what I believe in, but I believe in something. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, I have an energy healer as well, oh, um, yeah. <laughs> which is essentially my therapist, but it, the tactics are a little different. Than... Yes. No, my wife's an energy healer. Oh, great. I know all about it. Yeah. Good, good, yeah. good. Um, I, I love it. Um, and I asked her if she had any um, – I knew that she would be the one to ask. Yes. Who's the best medium in this world? Um, and she she directed me to this woman named Austin Wells. Um, oh, I like it already. Oh, yeah. Um, and she lives in a gated community in Altadena. you got to keep them safe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there is a lot of energy that that goes. So you got to have a nice open space where people are, um, you know, non-judgmental. So, but gated communities are kind of creepy to me. Have you ever been in one? Oh yes, this many. Is, this is my first. <laughs> um, but it's so it, there's no foot traffic. No, and it's it feels like a set. Yeah. Yes. It's yep. really weird. Anyway, yeah, it's really weird. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have you watched the Forever program? I have not. Oh, it's a little gated Did, community they situation. They live in gated community. Well, it's kind of a closed off cul-de-sac where. Oh, gotcha. But I won't. Uh, Ruin Don't it for ruin anybody. the. Yeah. Uh, now, did just as a point, did you grow up in uh, California? No, I'm I'm from New York. I'm from Brooklyn. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, so all right. Yeah. This 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 came to you later. Yeah. Well, I've always had a like connection to. I, what I don't know what to call it, but spirit world slash um, psychic energies. Yes. Um. But f- funnily enough, like. It was kind of shamed out of me in New York, of world of. Uh, yep, no time for that. Yeah, that's that's hoo ha. <laughs> um, but then when I got to LA, people are way more open to it. Oh and yeah, I was like I love it here. <laughs> <laughs> then there's some currency to it oh, too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Was it an old building that you grew up in? I assume if you're out here. Um, yeah, it's a classic six apartment yeah, <laughs> in okay. Brooklyn Heights. Very nice. um, but there was not that I didn't have any like ghostly experiences in my apartment. But yeah. um, uh, and also I don't think that generally New York isn't that haunted to me. Uh, I think because it's so such a like no one really feel I don't know feels attached to their home here I don't know sure, what it is yeah. but um I don't feel too much um spookiness here yeah, too much turnover too much to do yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and probably if you've lived here your whole life you don't want to spend the afterlife here no go go to I a yard somewhere gosh yeah. get see some green yeah uh, haunt a nice place upstate yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I saw lots of ghosts growing up. I grew up in an old house and all, all the time. Where, where did you grow up? Outside of Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a spooky place down there. Yeah, I don't yeah. know it very well, but I can. I the, yeah. I've been there a couple of times, and the, there is a vibe of um, lostness or something. Yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very it's palpable. Yeah, and I mean, floating heads, chairs moving, uh, animals coming heads. to life, like stuffed animals coming oh. to life, all that stuff. Yeah, from, from a kid, from being a kid. Yeah, yeah. Anyhow, so you get to the gated community. 
Yes, I get to the gated community. Um, Energized by the powers. Oh yeah. Of okay. California. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, California. Um, and I, I lived there for a number of years, oh, you so did? I'm I'm familiar. Yes. Good. Yeah. Um. So I like re- I was started walking up to her house, and she like very much opened the door before I was at the door. Like I was halfway down her path to the door and yeah. and so it was like a very wide view of her, like kind of just like the door swung open in a very like magical way. <laughs> by, by the way, classic uh, psychic media move. Yeah. <laughs> I sensed you were here. Yeah. Um and uh yeah, <laughs> I love it. That's good. And I was, I we was, got a caftan. What are we? What, what's the situation? No, she's. I mean, well, I can't remember exactly what she was wearing, but it wasn't too like, you know, a cliche. It yeah, was pretty. Okay. Like she was very beautiful. Very, um, I think, just like jeans and maybe a flowy shirt. But it wasn't. It wasn't like oh, okay, this is a real right. Experience I'm about to have. She had a very normal, nice house, and the where we did the um, session was in her office. Which again, none of it was like it wasn't like there were um, I don't know, like it wasn't the craft. You know, <laughs> that wasn't the the vibe. Right. Um, it, and uh, I do remember that her bathroom had tons of Elvis paraphernalia in it, and uh. she said that her husband was in, is into Elvis. <laughs> and so that's why the bathroom is... Let him have the bathroom. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> For his collection. Oh, I like it. I like it. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And uh, then you, you, you did the session, and yeah. you don't have to go too personal, but no, you we were can... able to connect to to uh, to what? To Your father? Yeah, to my father, to my aunt, um, to my chorus teacher. Um, and he was the most... The, weirdly, the chorus teacher had a lot of helpful in, information for me. Um, they often do. They do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I connected with my father, and it was it was really nice because basically, basically, what all it's not like there's anything too profound to learn from the experience, other than like. Yeah, I'm here and I've always been here and like you can't see me but I'm here. You know, like mm-hmm. and I I know what's going on and he kind of um you know just uh, she she said that he, you know, brags about me in the spirit world and well, that's nice. <laughs> and that's nice. <laughs> um showing spirit photos from yeah. the spirit wallet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, now was he speaking through her? Yeah, um, she and she said that when he arrived, he was kind of like disoriented because he was like, "I don't know what I'm doing here, but I've been told to be here, and I don't know what this is, but yeah. let's do it. I guess I'm supposed to be here." Um, and he was a skeptic of the whole situation beforehand. I don't no? think he was a skeptic. No. He just had, hadn't experienced it and didn't know what. We were he doing. wasn't you the didn't one. Know, what are we that, doing? Yeah, he wasn't the one uh, putting the kibosh on the. On no, your, I had your... I had invited him. So okay. Okay. <laughs> so he was yes. like, I got, I got the invitation, and I don't know what this is, yes, but let's do it. I see. Yeah. How old were you when he when he passed? Two. Two. Oh, okay. Yeah. So your memories are. No, I don't have any memories. Yeah. 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 That, that's. That's what it is. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. I know. No, I my mother passed when I was twenty, mm. but still. Yeah. Y- you know, it's. Uh, yeah. 
you're not quite an adult where you can process it to no. the extent that you could. Like, but yeah. two is a whole different ballgame. Yeah, I don't even know what I was pro- – like, I, yeah. I don't – you know, my whole life is unpacking what oh, I yes. processed uh, yes. as a two-year-old. <laughs> right. <laughs> it all surrounds uh, – uh, it all uh, revolves around that. Yes. My grandmother passed around that age uh, f- when I was two, and that's whose mm-hmm. floating head I saw. Oh, wow. Oh. She's there. She's there. She loves you. Always guiding. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then I also, I mean, I do a lot of medium stuff. I went to a mediumship class to, like, it, it was a big mediumship beginners, and because I've always just kind of had an interest and, uh some experiences I was like, I'd like to take this class and see what happens. And, um, uh, basically it teaches you how to connect to your spirit guides and, uh, the, and one of my spirit, what I learned, one of the things I learned in this class was that one of my main spirit guides is my grandmother who passed away before I was born, but, um, that she's been there with me the whole time in the way that spirit guides work is that, Oh God. (laughs) Yes. Let's do it. (laughs) No one listens to this, right? Anyway, <laughs> Absolutely uh, not. <laughs> not one person. <laughs> Only in um, the spirit world. That's where uh, yeah, we're big. Right. Um, she, that, uh, you, there are guides who stay with you throughout your whole life, and then there are guides who kind of come and go. Um, like crisis managers. Yes, exactly. Like yeah. when you're, you know, I when I was in high school, I was really into um, softball, and perhaps I had some softball spirit guides while I was really into that. <laughs> I would hope and so. And I think they're probably take gone somewhere else now (laughs) um so there's you know stuff people who come in for 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 um certain uh like uh specified guidance it's like a spiritual board of directors yes and when you need the legal advice that person comes in exactly financial help or yes yes Running a show? Yes. <laughs> I, who are the showrunners on my shoulders? I don't know. Yeah. What, what, what would have been the experience that? They, well, I don't know. Managing don't know. people, but yeah. um, so, uh, but you you found out that she's been with you. The grandmother is yes. a, a long term. Yes, she's a long term guide. Interesting, mm-hmm. and uh, and was that uh, must have been a powerful experience? Yeah, it was. It, it was interesting too because I had like that whole. That was a really cool experience. Um, I, and also particularly because I had watched something on some, I don't even remember what I was watching, but they, the, um, something on YouTube that was like, if you want to know who your spirit guides are, just get quiet and say who, like, who are you? And, um, and whatever comes to you that just like, believe that that's it. It's like they, they told you, um, and so I did that, and I heard the name Sylvia, who I I had not thought. I bet my grandmother. I just heard the name Sylvia, and I was like, "Oh, Sylvia is my grandmother's name on my mom's side." Um, and then when I went to this mediumship class, the woman immediately was like, "Your mo- mother's mother is here. Like she's your she's your main guide." And I was like, "That che- that <laughs> checks." Checks out right, according to my own experience. So, how many people were in the mediumship class? Just a one-on-one? No, it was like oh. uh, twenty people in a very hot room. Right. No, that's, that's required. <laughs> yes, <laughs> to steam out the spirits. Uh, yes, and uh, mostly women. Yes, yeah. one. There was there were two two men. Yeah, and they were both really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
ponytails, no ponytails. No ponytails. Good, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Then they've earned my trust. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the goal of that was for you to learn how to, to harness co- your own skills or to, to Yeah, to, to, to or medium. just to both. Like, kind of, kind of, not to, like, I don't want to be a medium professionally, but to le- learn the tools of um, how to connect to your guides and how to make use of, not not like, take advantage of them or but yes take advantage you know like how to help get connected to that when you need guidance and yeah. um and and just how it can be helpful and you know we did readings of other people in the room um and it was really it was really neat um i and, love it yeah and you can it. there's the the another takeaway also everyone has access to this like it's not some people are more open to if you're more open to it then you'll be more you know receptive to you'll just you know be more receptive um and uh some people have more different strengths like you know there are empaths and then there are psychics and mediums and there are different nuances between those things um and uh but like the one another thing that i learned from that was that when you really know when you're connecting to your guides when if like say you you sit down you kind of close your eyes and do a little meditation and you ask them a open-ended question like what's my life life's purpose <laughs> for example <laughs> start with an easy one yeah <laughs> um and you start receiving messages through your heart um and it happens it's like the information is coming so quickly that it's you can't write it down fast enough yeah that's when you really know it's like you're connected i become quickly overwhelmed myself yes. and then it's just tears yeah that's the first stage every time that's great. Yeah, that's it's a good, very, very good powerful. Oh, very powerful. Yeah, and that's my whole my whole belief system. I think mm-hmm. is built around that now, mm-hmm. where I where I connect to whatever the energy is, mm-hmm. usually some kind of blue or green, mm-hmm. and then uh, the, the blue or green. That's yeah. interesting. Then the figures will, uh, mm-hmm. which by the way I'm wearing today, all blue oh and green. I walked out God. of the house and I thought, oh my gosh, <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> I'm wearing all my energy colors yes. <laughs> for the blue for communication. Um, but yes, and then the, the the figures appear to me, mm-hmm. and then I just have a conversation. So you you're clairvoyant, like more clairvoyant than like you see things more or hear them more, or, or what's your experience of it? I I, uh, I can visualize mm-hmm. them, not as if it's a person sitting in a chair, but I as if they're like yeah, floating yeah. in some kind of space. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that's who the resource is. Mm-hmm. And it's usually my mother and, uh, mm-hmm. oddly, my father's mm-hmm. father, mm-hmm. who I don't know that we have. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I'm much, mine, but okay. <laughs> that well, that's because I have one of my spirit guides was also my father's father, and he communicated to the medium who was leading the class that she'll probably be surprised by this, but I'm one of her guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, so well, I neat. think he had some kind of comedy. To him, oh, he's he a did. funny guy. Yeah. So I think it always. Yeah, connects, that makes sense. Because that's a passion of mine too. Yes. Um, but I mean, off, it always it's. And do you ever get any physical representation of of from your father? Any actual signal? Um, in that, in terms of numbers, and uh, like if I'll, for example, like after I saw the other medium, Austin Wells, um, she was saying different ways that you can connect or ways that he the way that you can connect with the spirit world um is you kind of 
have a conversation in the way that you do with spirits and say like this is how I know that you're this is how we'll know that you're around and there and um uh one of the things was if my birthday number shows up um and also if I see a coin um cuz coins were like like and it's not like you go around looking for the numbers it's yeah. just kind of like some something about you just like turned your body this way and you see the number and you're like oh okay hey hey dad yeah i see you're here with me that sort of thing um uh that's as tangible as it has gotten for me yeah um yeah because it can happen a lot oh yeah yeah i mean if you're if you're just like open to it then they're always there it's like it's usually just that you're like i'm busy doing my you know, human plane, like this human earth world thing right now. Right, right. And so you're do- you're busy and busy, but if you just kind of get into stillness, then the- you can access them literally whenever. But sometimes they know that you need it more than you know you need it. And so. Well, and that's a key thing, whether it is because at a certain point you say, well, that's just coincidence. Yeah. Well, okay. But it happened at the time that I needed it to yes. happen. Yeah. So what is that? Yeah, it's support. It's love. It is support. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness it's there. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I probably have told this story before, but uh, I had uh, said, you know, I just need a symbol, a signal that everything's okay with you, mm-hmm. uh, Mom, that I need something that I don't, I'd feel disconnected here. Yeah. And I'd lived in the apartment a long time, put on a lot of T-shirts, worn a lot of underwear. <laughs> and uh, when I reached in for my T-shirt the next day, I took a T-shirt, there was a fishing lure mm-hmm. in my T-shirt stack. Mm-hmm. Now, it didn't have any hooks on it or anything, because I wouldn't, I would have gotten hurt or it would have grabbed into the t-shirt mm-hmm. but it was just there mm-hmm. that was the thing that yeah. she used to buy me at that point right. of like a fishing or things for christmas old yeah fishing. yeah yeah how'd it get there you, exactly you know how it got there <laughs> oh no i have my ideas <laughs> <laughs> but um and d- does any of that uh st- that underlying structure of spiritualism energy uh forces does that play into a project like search party oh yeah yeah i mean charles is my co-creator and we both are totally on the same page about this sort of stuff and there's a scene in um uh the first season where there's a psychic guy at a party and he tells <laughs> like something bad very bad is about to happen yeah and we're not playing that he's crazy he's he's psychic right (laughs) (laughs) that's the thing well for so long this show but it's also funny you know (laughs) oh yes (laughs) you know we don't I feel like we've underplayed the comedy of right. that show and it's it's very funny no I mean (laughs) you know we also make fun of the psych but also we believe oh yes yeah yes that's kind of how it is yeah yeah you have to approach it with a little bit of humor. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> because why not? Yes. Uh, yes. Well, for so long, this show, mm-hmm. Lost was really the engine of this program. And mm-hmm. maybe it still is. Mm-hmm. But that's uh, because when my mother was on her deathbed there, mm-hmm. she said, I dreamt that you did a performance. Mm-hmm. And so every performance I've done since that time, 20-some years ago, was, is this the one? Mm. Is this the thing she was dreaming of? Mm-hmm. Now that's tricky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> because, because are you ever satisfied with it? Is that ever the right thing? It could be endless. When do you stop? Yeah. <laughs> do you ever stop? Yeah. But uh, that's that's a motivation mm-hmm. yeah. to keep doing it. Yeah. And at some point, I think I said that was. It's probably now. It's just for me. 
Oh, it's all yeah. It's always just for you, <laughs> you, you know. know? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, part of uh, this recent uh, change to dive through portals and to mm-hmm. go exploring the multiverse mm-hmm. and uh, connecting to think was to try to connect to other people through their experiences mm-hmm. uh, and to to try and make some sense of it, send out some pulses in the world, bring people together, communicate around things. Mm-hmm. Blue energy. There we are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Blue energy. <laughs> It's like that horrible radio station in the new Twin Peaks. Did you watch that show? I didn't. Oh, my gosh. Well, there's one that's kind of a way station between the yeah. dark world and, and our world, yeah. I guess. Well, I, I didn't I, – weirdly, I didn't watch that show, but I, I actually saw the final episode of that show because I went to an Emmy's screening of it. <laughs> so I saw the final episode, which made no sense. I don't know if it makes sense if you even watch the show. but um, I don't think so. There was a Q&A afterwards with David Lynch and um, Laura Dern and uh, Kyle McLaughlin. And yeah. um, they it was a very fun, hippie stage. And like I was glad that they didn't open up questions to the audience because I was just like, what, what are these yeah. crazy questions going to be? So, but um, the moderator, um, I, I can't actually remember what the question was, but basically... David Lynch was like, well, you know, we're we're all soulmates up like me, Laura and Kyle. We're soulmates and we've known each other for hundreds of years and we'll know each other for hundreds more years and see you on the other side. And I love you, you know, like and they're all so like we go through every reincarnation together, right. <laughs> you know, like and that that's just the facts. And and we uh, get each other on a level that I don't, you know, like is soul connection right yeah well i think i mean he might be the one that's really connected oh yeah i mean he i'd say he is he knows people say oh that's all nonsense or doesn't make sense and yes but maybe he's the one telling the truth yeah there's some real like honest to gosh that could be what's happening yeah (laughs) maybe using atomic weapons unleash something here right That, Maybe. that seems to be the gist of that show. <laughs> I guess so. I don't know. I'm not sure. I can't make sense of it, but it does move me. It started and, and I know I as, haven't seen the new season, but still. Well, that started off as a crime-solving kind of a, yes. a, a yeah. TV show, too. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, David Bowie's a tea kettle or something. Yeah, yeah. Don't touch an outlet. And it was a, you should, I think you would enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, I, I definitely would. I, yeah. It's, Find some time. Yeah. I met him once. Oh yeah. And he, he looked at me and shook my hand and said, mm-hmm. "You have a nice face." Oh, that's that's really sweet. <laughs> was I, yeah. I mean, the worst thing. And things you do a person have a nice say, face. Oh, thank you. Thank, you're thank you. A lot of people ask me for directions on the street. That's that's a sign that you're um, open. Yeah. That's I mean, like that's the kind of thing, like people who are like have an open heart. They get asked directions a lot. Yep. And I think get put on juries. Yes. <laughs> Do you get put on juries? I, I, I can't lie. In this, in yeah, this. no, I can't either. I would never. I could never be like I'm. I'm someone you wouldn't want on it. I don't know. I couldn't come up with nonsense. Now, uh, given everything and how busy you are mm-hmm. and doing all this stuff, mm-hmm. and you worked on Wet Hot American Summer mm-hmm. too, and Mozart in the Jungle. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was good experiences all around. Oh yeah. Yeah, all all shows I enjoy. By the way. Great. Thank you. <laughs> Do you, do you, what is the self care uh, regimen oh that you do? Do you have the crystals? Do you have? Uh, do you have the crystals? Things hanging. Things hanging. What do you mean things hanging? Oh, I don't know. Dream catchers. Some um, kind of a knit uh, situation. I don't have succulents. any dream catchers. I do have succulents. Um, 
the self-care changes depending on how busy I am, but I self-care is a huge part of my life. Um, and particularly uh, when I'm shooting, I have to be very careful about, because the, honestly, it's just like the sleep schedule yeah. going up and down is the hardest thing to manage. Um, and like last season, I was having a really hard time and I, on the weekends I would, you know, while I'm shooting, everything's fine. And then I crash on the weekends and even though nothing's wrong, I'm just like, everything's wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Sobbing. And I was like, well, I guess I have to go on antidepressants. And then we wrapped shooting and I got three days of sleep and I was like, Oh no, I just needed to sleep. sleep (laughs) I just needed to sleep and I needed to sleep on a regular, you know, I, I do very well with a structured and consistent schedule. Um, so I try my best to really, particularly when I'm shooting, eat, eat properly and sleep as much as I can. Um, which sometimes means that like, I have to like get home, order food, lie down for 20 minutes. Then the food comes, I eat it. And then I like make sure I'm in bed. But if I have to get up at five 30, then I, better be in bed by 9 30 um so uh it's every part of my day is kind of rushed you know and i can only wake up 15 minutes before i have to leave the house um but when i'm not shooting then i have a lot more like and but also i always get manicures as you can see um yeah and uh and when i get a manicure i get a little massage um and i do meditate and I exercise. I do Soul Cycle and um, weight training stuff. And um, but I can't really. Do, I can only work out one day a week when I'm shooting, and that's Sunday mornings. <laughs> so I do Soul Cycle on Sunday morning, and then. Um, but wh- if I'm not shooting, then I. It's more like to work out like two to five times a week. Um, I joined a yeah. gym for. Uh, I went twice. Oh, I don't like. And I was like, I don't think I like. This. I like classes. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't like yeah. going to the gym and. Fa- I want someone to tell. I because a lot of my work is um, generating ideas. I want someone to just tell me what to do. Yeah. No, I was I'm supposed to follow stuff. a little plan or something. Right. But it was so early because <laughs> I could only go before yes. know, work or something, and then I would have to eat so much to not feel like I was going to pass out. Right. Because I would just crater on the blood sugar. Yeah. I was gaining weight doing it. Right. What's the point? No. For something I don't enjoy? Right. Well, that's that's the thing. With both <laughs> with both diet and no. exercise, you have to enjoy the diet and the exercise. So yeah. I really do enjoy SoulCycle. That's great. And then I find healthy foods that I enjoy. Not I'm yeah. not going to eat a like, bland carrot just because it's good for me. <laughs> no one should. To eat a you know, salad that has... You know, craisins in it. <laughs> Get them out of there. Get them out of there. Well, would you do any travel or anything? Do you go to places like Santa Fe, Sedona? I w- want to go to both of those places. I have not been, but I, th- th- I think that's coming up this year. Um, Good. I uh, talked to Erin about that too. She said she was in on a trip. Oh, that's great. I, so. should, I should get in on that trip. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't. I don't do too much travel. Again, it th- with things like travel i want to do it with someone else who knows where to take me yeah. i don't want to generate a 
like thing to do. and even when if I do like come up with a plan then I'm like okay so then I uh, I, I visited that site and now the, the afternoon is the, like and, I, and it's just like this is not enjoyable but when yeah. if I have like a a goal at the in the vacation and that's good like my best vacation that I went on was a couple of years ago my friend got married in Jamaica and it was a four-day weekend and we just all my friends were there and we did nothing but lay on the beach and talk and that was perfect because it was like oh that's what we're doing and that's it and it feels great and this water is beautiful and everything's awesome and also we're here for a point right right that helps <laughs> um i love the idea of travel but i just need i need more support in it right well i think if we all just go horseback riding through that ghost ranch we'll, we'll be good yeah <laughs> we'll that's be set Beautiful. Would you ever set something in a desert town or out in space? I would. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I haven't thought about space, but I have thought about the desert. I, my um, good friend Claire McNulty, who plays Chantal in Search Party, she live. She's from Tucson, and we. Oh, um, yeah. I've I spent a summer with her in college in Tucson, and it was really, the landscape was like spiritual and so different from what anything I had experienced. The desert and. Um, feels like you're on Mars in a way. It's like it's wow. weird the energy there. Yeah. Is it because it was all underwater once? I don't know. I don't know why any of it thing I don't know. What's happening? I don't know. <laughs> well, uh, I don't want to pitch you too hard, but you know, mm-hmm. we do have a good idea for a buddy picture okay. where a couple of us solve uh, crimes through the multiverse. Kind I of love that. Co- cosmic uh Yeah. Cosmic uh cops or something. Uh-huh. Cosmic cops. <laughs> Sounds like cop rock, so maybe not that, but <laughs> something, something. We'll 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 figure it. We'll yeah. figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> we'll <laughs> when we're in Santa Fe, <laughs> not pushing you on the Santa Fe trip. We we just met. We don't have to go horseback. I right, but. I I mean, it's been on my mind. So <laughs> oh, now's see? when when preparation preparation meets opportunity. Then <laughs> we're connecting. Yes, that's what's happening. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I've so enjoyed speaking with you, I've Sarah. I've enjoyed Violet it Bliss. so much too. This has been fun, and I, I, I wish you the best with the new season. When does that come out? I, I don't know yet. Not able to say yet, but I, it will. I truly don't know. <laughs> it will at some point. But I That don't whole know. town runs on secrets, I yes, tell you. Yes, it does. It's so stupid. <laughs> don't tell anyone this news. <laughs> right. This is very top secret. But like, by the why? way, did you hear? That's how it goes. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, there'll be some other projects you're working on you, you're looking um, forward to. Yeah, Probably hard to focus stuff on that. that I'm when not allowed to say. No, that's how it goes. I understand. <laughs> Me too. Tons of secret projects. Yes. yes. <laughs> well, that's great. Thank you for coming. Thank you uh, for having this me. This is wonderful. This and is I hope wonderful. to uh, talk to you again soon. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Thanks to Sarah Violet Bliss for joining me and being so open. Sometimes I reveal a little too much when I get paired with another energy sensitive person. Oh, well. Sharing is caring. I hope that you've all had a chance to take care of yourselves this week. Reach out if you need a sympathetic ear. Search Party 3 is filming now, as we said, but you can also find Sarah Violet's other work on various platforms, including the film for Tilden. It's a winner. Wet Hot, American Summer, Mozart in the Jungle, among others. She's terrific and doing great work. Deep Night, reading this week. Oh, it goes out to Anitra Fallon in Culver City, California. Anitra, heed this wisdom. Yeah, I'm here, and I've always been here, and, like, you can't see me, but I'm here. Now, lucky numbers this week are I spent how much on Grubhub? <laughs> Why is delivery so easy? Trust me, it's a big number. Now, remember that although this night is ending, a bright new day is just ahead. 
Deep Night with Dale is created by James Bewley. Deep Night Season 11 podcast artwork by illustrator Candice Broisma, with additional poster work this season from Scott Balmer and Ronald Horn Industries, among others. Season 11 theme song remix by Zach Gabbard. Music throughout the episode provided by the roster of Howler Hills Farm in Ohio. Additional sound effects at the top of the show, downloaded directly from the Deep Night Ether. Recording studio services provided by Harvestworks in New York City. The Slipper Room is the venue for Deep Night live shows every other month. Thanks to all of our guests for making Deep Night a success 10 years on. Thank you for listening. Please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts or listen in on Stitcher, SoundCloud, or Google Play. Follow Dale on Instagram at Dale Seifer or on Twitter at Dale Radio. Now, keep your personal portals open, but this one has got to close. <laughs>